savage yearning within them, legions compelled by passion that knows no boundary, a consuming flame that defies plausible explanation, battling the forces of domestication, they find the courage to band together to experience the awesome power of Tonight's broadcast of the masculine feminist has been commandeered by the secret society no man. Gonna go a place like a shot in a beer, steak man. Saying we can stop, get pancakes, and then we'll get laid, all right? Why do you drink ice-cold beer on hot Mr. Clayman, what else are you going to do with it? To alcohol, the cause of and solution to all of life's problems. Indeed it is. Welcome to the show, everybody. It is a Thursday night at 9 o'clock. Not Wednesday anymore. I'm still struggling uh, how to introduce myself. But I will tell you that I am still feeling very fine with my uh, choo-choo stew, uh, collectible limited edition uh, porcelain mug uh, filled with beer and feeling like a real talk show host. So, (laughs) by the way, I'm in Windsor, Ontario, and my name is DK, and I will quickly transpire you over to Queens, New York. Yes, and I am Sir Big B here in New York with my good pal Jeff over here. And I do not have my uh, uh, stew mug because I got home late. Because, again, there's wonderful traffic trying to get home. This time from the UN. Boy, are they fun. Okay, we'll, 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 we'll have time to rant okay. in a few minutes. How you cannot do a show without your choo-choo stew, collectible, limited edition, uh, porcelain mug, I have no fucking idea. Don't forget it's autographed as well. It is autographed, and I feel like I feel like Kelly Ripa or something. I, I I feel so good when I have this mug in my hand. You look like Kelly Ripa too. I'll tell you that. I probably do. Uh, not, that's an insult to Kelly Ripa. Well, you. I mean, you could look like uh, uh, what's his name, the football player. Oh uh, no, I'm not kneeling at the moment. No, not Cap. Whatever, uh, what, uh, Michael Strahan. Oh. You can look like Michael Strahan. I think my teeth are, like, pretty close together. (laughs) Yeah, you're missing the gap. (laughs) Anyway, uh, Choo Choo Sue, as I'm going to refer to him tonight, uh, has the sniffles. He is uh, feeling a little under the weather with a man flu and uh, apparently cannot join us tonight. So we are 
Well, I'm gonna uh, Brian. You're 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 more familiar with our guests than I am. Uh, why don't you uh, tell me who's sharing the camera with you tonight? So this is uh, a longtime friend. Uh, he's originally from New York, moved out to California a long time ago, and is a Hollywood star. I would say, as far as sound goes, he is a uh, a foley mixer for uh, Sony Sony uh, movies productions, whatever it's called. Sony Pictures. Sony Pictures. There you go. He's a sound, uh, a fully sound engineer for Sony Pictures. So all the background when you hear people walking or opening a fucking beer or something like that, that's him making all the sounds. So, so, ah, oh shit, man, I didn't want to get into this so so uh, quick. But by the way, folks, his name is Jeff Gross. Uh, what a more awesome name for our show. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot to tackle growing up. You know. And uh, we will do our best to live up to your to your to your name. So you're you're telling me that, uh, and, and I, I was looking at your uh, your credits there. I mean, you got like uh, Zombie Land, uh, Grown Ups. Uh, you got some major movies there. Um, when they crack a beer, they're not really cracking a beer. Well, how it generally works is on set, the production recordist will um, have the mic, and the most expensive thing on the set is the dialogue. So he, his job is to get the actors talking. And if they catch, if they happen to catch the sound of the beer cracking open, great. Nine times out of ten, either they don't catch it or they just replace it anyway. So we come in and it's mic'd. It's in, a, it's in a setting that is controlled. So we get a good sound and we hand that off to the mixers to when they actually put the film together. So they can actually control the sound and put it in the right space in the room that they create when they mix everything together. It's almost like that. Uh, it's almost like that old time radio. Well, that's that's actually where it came from. It it came from a guy named Jack Foley who used to do the sounds of the horse hooves. You know, they they'd be talking about the radio, and they he would he would just have a whole tray of stuff, and he would just pick up keys, and the keys would rattling, and then he would shake a you know thing, and it was it was really magical. It's a magical thing that they used to do. And I'm a, I'm a I gotta tell you, I'm a huge fan. Of uh, old time radio, I still download and listen to all those, uh, you know, CBS Mystery Theater and uh, uh, The Shadow and all those. I, I love listening to those. And, they they and, use it all through that. It's pretty amazing. But we still do it today in in all these in all these major productions. Yeah, it's it's kind of a it's kind of always been considered like a black art. Like it's not the kind of thing you go to school for. Up until recently, they weren't teaching classes for it, and you literally had to meet somebody who did it and then say like, "Hey, can I sweep the floors? You know, can I get you water?" Like they just you just wanted to be in the room when they were doing it so that you were able to see because you know a lot of times the other thing too that's a mystery is a lot of times what you're hearing when you're watching a movie or a TV show. You, so you see somebody pushing a shopping cart. Odds are that's not a shopping cart. It's like a luggage rack with some other stuff that helps it resonate like a shopping cart, maybe a piece of a fence or something on there. They, you know, Foley artists, they create the sounds by using whatever they have at their disposal. And if it sounds like it and passes and you don't have, you're not looking at it, great. Now, where, where does all this stuff come from? Like I've seen pictures of you in the studio and you just it looks like a junkyard almost. Where did where did they actually find this stuff? Well, I think you know over time things get accumulated, 
And uh, what happens is, you know, somebody like I know on, on our stage, like I work with two two girls and they'll come in. And they'll be like, "Ooh, look at this nice little box, this metal box that I found. And then, you know, you'll start hitting it and making and manipulating it. And all of a sudden you're like, "Ooh, that can sound like somebody grabbing a mailbox or that can somebody grabbing a toaster. You know what I mean? It's like you start to envision, mm-hmm. "Ooh, this sounds pretty good. It'll get used for something. Or they'll take that little box and they'll put that on a piece of metal or whatever. You know, like if it's something where they don't have the actual item, but they need to build the components so that it might sound like it. And nine times out of ten, your brain goes, oh, yeah, that's what that sounds like. Mm-hmm. So, they, yeah, they have the components and they build it. Right. So, so it's more – it's not somebody actually like going out to a store and buying like, you know, or, you know, like a shopping cart or something. It's, it's – Stuff that gets accumulated, you find it or you bring it in from Big B. It's not like they give some guy 50 bucks and say, uh, this is your budget. Right. <laughs> right. Well, it's you, something you find from your house or whatever, and then you, it's up to you to use your creativity to put it all together. Yeah. I mean, well, it, it's, it's a combination of stuff because sometimes, you know, if, they don't, if it's not a well-stocked studio with a ton of different props – they'll go looking for stuff like oh something that they look for all the time shoes mm-hmm. so what we do is we do the sounds of shoes like some if a woman is walking down a tile hallway in heels you know you look at a foley artist's um you know you show up to work with a with a laptop and a briefcase that's your tools of the trade right. and whatever you know some software programs the tools of their trade are shoes mm-hmm. they have to have every like work boots sandals uh, flip-flops, sneakers, high heels, low heels, heel boots. They have all these different kind of shoes, and they have to go find those. So they'll go to thrift stores or pay less mm-hmm. or wherever and dig up shoes that actually sound good. So now it's like as gay as it sounds. That's really bad. It's as horrible as it sounds. I, I, I find my, well, I find myself walking you know, through the mall, and I hear this like click-clop, and I go, holy shit, those are great-sounding high heels. <laughs> like my, you know, my friends go, what's wrong with you? The guy I just like, uses his ears. That's it. Yeah. Exactly. You know, then well, then I'm just like looking at some woman and she's looking at me like, what are you looking at? And I'm like, I have no answer. If I say your heels, that's creepy. So. Yeah, I have a I have a shoe fetish, ma'am. Do you? Let, let's let's go over to uh, a zombie land. I want yes. to pick zombie land as a movie because that, that, that was a cool movie. So are you doing sound effects like when they're eating humans? We do. Actually, we, uh, we, we were just talking about that at, at dinner tonight. <laughs> Um, oh, that's a great dinner conversation. Like Fuck Big B. You, you're rolling along. 14th anniversary for Big B, by the way. <laughs> well, the fun, so the funny thing is I do a show called um, uh, Night Shift on NBC, and they're notorious for, like, it's a, it's, it takes place in a hospital, and it's mm-hmm. always like, quick, we have to cut them open. So the, the, you see the shot of them cutting open the body, and then the, the hands go into the body. So it's like they're like gushy sounds, make, oh. you know, organs moving around. So... <laughs> It's all kind of the same thing that we do for that kind of stuff. So, and it uh, it, it just passes muster. You're like, wow, that sounds like somebody's eating a body, or that sounds like somebody's <laughs> got their hands in and they're operating. You know. So what what like give me an example. What did you use for somebody putting their hand in a body? Yeah. What what, what would be like? Would it be spaghetti or uh, you know goulash? I don't know. <laughs> it's always goulash, no matter what it is. <laughs> you know, you know it, it's funny because you, you, you think of the simplest things. And so what, what's usually used for, for multiple things is something called a chamois that you'd use on your car, mm-hmm. right? When you wet it, it kind of gives this kind of moist, moist, gushy sound. So what happens is if you, if you overly wet it, it kind of just gives this gushy sound. So it sounds like that, that kind of stuff. <laughs> 
<laughs> and it's pretty gross. And, and it, depending on the context, like what we'll do is we'll use that for, say, there's a scene where somebody's eating, right? And yeah. they've cued. Uh, so when they, w- w- cued means somebody has taken the time to watch the, the show, mm-hmm. movie or TV show, and they go, okay, the guy's eating. We want the sound of the knife on the plate. You know, the, the eating, they'll say eating sounds and just be lazy. So that we, what we take from that is the knife cutting the food and mm-hmm. then the food going into the mouth. Gotcha. And maybe they might say chewing. We just did a bunch of chewing stuff on, on a new show the other day. So what the chamois will go on a plate. They'll put the chamois on the plate. And so now you have the resonance of the plate. So you're, even though you're hitting the chamois with your fork, it's still hitting the plate. So, again, your brain perceives it as, oh, mm-hmm. okay, that's food and that's a fork and knife and that's on a plate. And then the, you can make the sound of the plate going in by uh, the sorry the, the fork going into your mouth by scraping the fork. So now all of a sudden your brain goes, oh wow! They, oh, so they just cut and they cut the food and they just stuck in their mouth. And they're eating it. And so, it the so, whole thing so is, that be, that becomes a zombie eating someone's arm, minus the fork and knife because they're not that civil. Right. <laughs> yeah. They Holy shit! In have, have you have you ever done porn? Have, have, have you ever done any sound for porn? Because yeah. I'm, I'm wondering what a vagina would sound like. <laughs> yeah, so you done fully work. <laughs> That's what See, it sounds like. Guy's got an answer for everything. No, you know the so there was a movie I did called um, Vicious Kind, and it was um, J.K. Simmons and Adam Scott, who has become big on Community or one of those shows. He became a huge actor, and this was an early movie for him. And Amy Smart, I think it was, and it was hysterical because there was a plot line where the guy just has this anger towards his ex-girlfriend, towards women in general. Mm-hmm. So he gets a prostitute, and he's having sex with the prostitute standing up, and he's, film, he's taking pictures of them having sex, and he's, he's going to send them to the girlfriend. So the shot where he's having sex with her, I just, as a goof, I just... <laughs> and it, it, it made it into the cut. I like, think that's I how it sounded like... last night, though. You know what? I, I, I really think that's how it sounded last night. Yeah, <laughs> it's a it's a it's such a crazy world of make believe where you just you come up with stuff and you're like, wow, that works. OK, great. I got to I, I got to tell my wife, you know, when you were bending over in the shower, uh, it sounded like you were slapping the back of your neck. Right. Exactly. <laughs> we're we're, we're, we're going to come up with code names for everything now. Yeah. Did you right. give her the next lap? Right. <laughs> so, yeah, so how did you, I know, like, just to give a, a little bit of background on, on, on Jeff, and obviously he can give his own background, but uh, you've done everything as far as uh, sound engineering. Uh, you've recorded the likes of Rick Springfield. Uh, wow. You've been in movies themselves. Jesse's Girl. He didn't record Jesse's I, I, Girl. I, yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I sang on a record of his. I did a bunch of programming. I did some percussion. I do a bunch of stuff with with that camp, and it's pretty. They're just amazing guys and amazing people. So he's, so he's you, ageless. That guy. That he guy's really fucking is. ageless. Do you know how old he is? I'd say. Wait. Let's guess. Don't tell Big B. I'm gonna say seventy-one. Big B. How about you? I was gonna say sixty-seven. You're closer. He's actually. I think he's sixty-eight. Sixty-eight. Oh, and okay. he does not age. I mean, no. he's he's amazing. Ageless, like uh, I've yeah. seen. I've seen pictures of you hanging out with him. Did he you looks come to great. The show? You came to a Rye Playland show with us when I was in town. No, I wasn't there. Oh, okay. Right. No, that I missed that. Uh, but but uh, yeah. So you've been in and out of the the music industry, Hollywood, and so forth. How did you fall into doing Foley sound? It was all done through porn. No, <laughs> I told uh, you it was porn. Everything it, it, goes back to fucking porn. It always goes. If back. I had a bigger dick, I'd be famous. 
<laughs> well, you wouldn't. Your dick would be. But yes. <laughs> no, uh, for me, I started off as in music, doing percussion, and, and then I got into writing music, and I ended up writing some stuff for Baywatch uh, back in the day, and then doing some stuff for MTV, and I was kind of skating that line between film and TV. As I, I, in a previous life, I acted, and it was, but I just didn't like actors, so I kind of shifted. I stayed more in the music world. Mm. And then a friend of mine who was a sound supervisor kept telling me, you should get into doing Foley. Foley's, most of the people who are in sound in film and TV, are, they're amazing because they were musicians. Mm-hmm. Because it's a rhythmic thing. Yeah. Everything is a flow. It has a rhythm. We all have, like when you walk, you don't even realize you have a rhythm to your right. walk. So and there's timing to it, Yeah, too. exactly. Yeah. And, and that's the thing that was key. So my buddy was like, for seven years, he kept saying, you need to get into to, to Foley in particular. And um, sure enough, something happened where somebody had a heart attack and things got slipped around and a slot became open and they were like, hey, do you want to come do this? And I said, uh, absolutely. And it just ended up working out great. You know, and I mean, I, I, I had done voiceover and I had done sound effects and all this kind of stuff. And it was just like, wow, this is really hands-on and very, you know, what you record makes it to the film unless they just unless it doesn't work but i i am just sitting here wondering if during baywatch is when you learn to uh slap the neck <laughs> <laughs> actually so one of the early gigs that i did in sound which uh was for vivid videos where they i was working at a recording studio and it was two brothers that were twins and one of them was dating i'll throw a name out uh Ginger Lynn, I think her name was. Yes, I, was a, I recognize that name. Yeah, and this was way. This was like early '90s, and uh, all of a sudden he's like, "All right, we're going to Home Depot," and I'm like, "It's a recording studio. What do you mean we're going to Home Depot?" He's like, "We're building big dicks." <laughs> he, he had, but he didn't tell any of us what was going on. So right. th- basically, to make some more money for the studio, they basically rented it to Avid or uh, sorry, not Avid, um, Vivid. Vivid. Thank you. Big difference. And uh, <laughs> yeah, and so we shot a porn in the studio in Canoga Park, which is like where you shoot porn. Right. Canoga and Van Nuys, and, and yeah, that whole area. So um, can, can you can you send that to me on Google Maps? I'd like to go there on my next vacation. <laughs> Trust me, it's a dump. I don't care if they're shooting porn. I'm in. Well, it, so so today actually, I'm sitting at, at Scott's house, and all of a sudden, I see on these Facebook feeds, all of a sudden, it's like bam. There's like 40 military car, cop cars going towards Canoga Park, and then I, it pops up. There's like a guy with a gun. So that's the kind of neighborhood we're talking ah, about. Wonderful. Yeah. Is that is that the same neighborhood that we stayed in with the Voyager motor in? No, but it's out? pretty damn close. Are, are we are we talking about Charlotte, North Carolina right now? I kind of yeah. drifted off because I was thinking about porn. <laughs> Charlotte is way prettier than Van Nuys or Canoga Park. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it's too pretty right now. Isn't that where all the violence is... Uh... Yeah, but it's only in the the neighborhood, their own neighborhoods, where they set themselves on fire. So, I got to say something before we continue on with sound because I'm 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 absolutely fascinated by all this, folks, because uh, it's what I I love. I I love all this shit. But we're getting a lot of flack from last week, Big B, from this you know the the dude kneeling kneeling down for the national anthem. Yeah, and all this Black Lives Matter bullshit. And innocent guys getting shot. I stand, and I'm a Canadian, but I stand committed. You stand for that national anthem. They caught that terrorist in New York. 
Mm-hmm. And those of you who don't agree with me can go fuck yourselves. That's all I wanted to say on that. No, really? How do you feel about that? <laughs> Just go fuck yourselves. If black lives matter so much, you wouldn't kill each other. Um, um, that's 100% true. And like I said last week, as far as that goes, um, the First Amendment protects your right to stand or not stand for the, the, for the national anthem. I personally don't care. What, I, what my point is, is uh, the reason he did it is not because of injustices in this country. The reason he did it is to keep his name in the media. Yeah. And, those, and, and listen, it's no the, longer a starting quarterback. He's a backup quarterback. He sits on the bench. He's a piece he of shit. Or sell That's his jerseys anymore. So he did this just for attention. See, I lose my man card here because I don't give a shit about sports. <laughs> no, no, it's got nothing to do with sports. <laughs> no, it's got to do with the damn national anthem. And I'm yeah. not even American. You know, it, it's it's funny because we had a, um, and I don't mean to digress on things, but we had a hockey game. Uh, in Toronto last night, it was uh, Canada versus the Americans. Uh, Canada won, by the way. Um, an awful game by the Americans. But other than that, uh, what's hockey? When <laughs> I hear the Canadian national anthem, and my twelve-year-old son knows this as well, uh, if I'm wearing a hat like I am now, uh, I remove my hat uh, during the Canadian national anthem. I also uh, pay the same respect to the Star Spangled Banner. Right. Again, well, that, that's, perspective, that's, right? Uh, perspective. I think that's yeah. just I think that's just paying respect to any country's national anthem, you know. I mean, you'd I would I would stand for, you know, Germany, whatever, you know, England. Do they even have a national anthem? I got some friends who are probably listening. Yes, in England, England right has now. a national anthem. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I think every country. Oh, dude, you'd be in trouble if Choo Choo Stew was here tonight. <laughs> he's, he's, he has the sniffles, so he's not here. God yeah. save the damn queen. That's right. <laughs> you mean the Sex Pistols song? That's, that's <laughs> right. not a great, encouraging national anthem. The anarchy in the UK. Come yeah. on. I, 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 guys, I was watching a show. I haven't talked to Stu yet because he's sick in bed with the sniffles. But um, I was watching a show from the UK. Um, I, I stream um, Shepley FM, and they were t- <laughs> they were telling the story of how uh, the United States bought the London Bridge and moved it to a desert, but they bought the wrong bridge. What bridge did they buy? I have no idea. Well, didn't we talk about that? Where is the London Bridge located? We figured out it's somewhere Lake, in Arizona. Lake somewhere. Havis- Lake Havis- Yes, he, Jeff knows. Jeff knows everything. I, and he, look, Jeff, you got to get Skype and you got to get a computer and you can come and join us every week. I don't live in a third world. I, I actually have those already. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You do sound. You buy shoes. <laughs> when he got here, he the, if you can see, he's all up on his mic, which you have to for my mics. When he first got here, he's sitting all the way back in the room, like just talking like the mic's going to pick him up. I said, Jeff, I don't have a Sony budget. You have to actually get up on the mic and, and talk. <laughs> he's <Yeah>. spoiled. <laughs> I know. I'm, I am nagging for a new mic. I am trying so hard uh, to get a new mic. Listen, I, I, we, we, we have to break for some um, Cave Crew Radio news. Hang on there. Okay. This is absolutely uh, disastrous, guys. Um, again, 
I love that our listeners uh, interact with me on a regular basis. Uh-huh. And um, I, I'm honored uh, that they tell me their deepest, darkest secrets. But apparently a good friend of the show and regular listener, uh, Uncle Albert, has got stones. Like kidney stones? Kidney stones. He, here, here is my last message from Uncle Albert, everybody. Because I know we're, <laughs> look, we're, we're a community, okay? We, we all stick together. We support each other. So I don't know if you pray to Allah or God or Jesus Christ or, you know, send positive thoughts into the, in, in, into the universe. But I found out. After they blast the stone with ultrasound, mm-hmm. they put a stent in your penis. Oh. And uh, it takes like a week to take it away. Ouch, he says. <laughs> just cut it off at that point, really. That, just just cut it off. You put a stent in your dick. There dude. is nobody putting anything in my penis. You know okay, what? Okay, listen. Like, you know, you know like a, a MFK? You know the game like Mary F. Kill? Yes. So we should play this okay. with things that would happen to your penis. Okay, let's play it. Let's like play what, it. Like, like three scenarios uh-huh. revolving around your penis, and then what might happen, and what would you do? All right. You, you name it. We're, we're going to play it. Cheese grater? Oh. Uh, you know, this is just going to go downhill. This is going to be That's bad. fine. That's, that's, that's the way the show fucking goes, okay? The this guy's, this guy is putting right. a stent in his fucking penis. We got to make him laugh. I've, I've wished flesh-eating disease on people. So <laughs> That's it right there. Cheese grater, stent, or flesh-eating disease on your penis? Oh, well, stent. No, I've got to go with the cheese grater. Oh, no way. Stent. I don't want no stent on my face. The hole isn't that big. <laughs> The stent will make it bigger. <laughs> yeah, think of it that way. Keep jacking it. That's Keep right. jacking it bigger. Like is that, that, that going to make me more fertile? I don't understand. I picture like you're jacking up a car. Like you're winding it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I don't need to be more fertile. I have two kids. I'm done. What do I'm you say, Jeff? Fertile. What's yours? I, I I don't make the rules. I can't answer the question. Holy fuck! <laughs> Definitely not flesh eating <laughs> like, disease. That's the ultimate cop out. Uh, you know what? I, okay, so it was it was flesh eating disease. Yeah, cheese grater. I'd stand. have to go stent too because flesh eating sounds like it might go away, and I might want to use it at some point in the future. I, I think with the cheese grater though. <laughs> let let let's let's let's. <laughs> oh fuck, people! I'm sorry about this. Um, I think with the cheese grater, you could go very gentle. Two things no no one has ever said at any time. <laughs> you go very gentle. Go gentle with that cheese grater, please. Sound effect man, please don't be harsh with that with that cheese grater. <laughs> We're fucked. We're seriously fucked. Now there's a good question, kind of a serious question. Do you have to record like background background screams? If, like, you were recording a cheese grater on somebody's dick, right, just, <laughs> and would you have to record the background scream as well? No, because so, so what I do is called Foley, and 
so there's something called ADR, right? And what happens is you're on, you, you and I are walking. We're the actors in the scene. We're walking down the street, yeah. and a bus goes by or a plane goes over, and, and nobody catches it, and they can't use that audio because you don't see the bus. It just they can't mix it right. right. They go back into the, you and I, being the actors, would go back into the studio and redo the lines to picture, right? So now they've got clean audio. So what happens is whenever the actors are in the studio, if the actor, if that actor, if you're doing the screaming in that and you're the actor, you would do the screaming. What so we would what, do so just, basically what you're that. saying is if the guy with the cheese grater uh, didn't get it right in the first place, Wait, he's, grater he's, or the he's got to grade his dick again. The, the Grady, the Grady the, would have to scream himself. The Grady would have to scream itself. We would be the grader. We would be creating the grader. <laughs> We'd be creating those sounds. Doesn't that see now? When you go back to California, you go go to your boss. Look, I got a great idea for a sound. Yeah, well, the funny thing is, so I, I probably have a picture in my phone. I love these cues. These guys that create the cues. Some of them have such great sense of humors. And we'll, we'll, we'll go through and it'll be, it, well, if that was the scene, you know, it'll be like dick getting torn up by cheese grater. Like that's what it'll say, which you, like from a clerical point of view, you know, you're very professional. You're looking at a word document and you right. see like dick getting grated by a cheese grater. You're like, that's something you don't see very often. Right. <laughs> but I, I'm assuming that in like all horror movies and stuff, there's stuff like that. Like yeah. in Saw, there's, you know, guys back torn open by hooks. Whatever. Right. I was thinking of Saw too. How many have you done horror movies? Have you done? Uh, I, I yes, I ha- I did one that just came out at the beginning of the month called like When the Bow Breaks, I think it is. Yeah. Um, with, I think Mar or something Chestnut, Mars Chestnut. Yeah, I, I, I saw I saw the ad for that. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, there are like a lot of thrillers. You know, I've done some of that stuff, and there's always that. You know, they they want those sounds to heighten. You know, like perfect example is. Well, it's music example, but the movie Halloween. Mm-hmm. When that came out, John Carpenter, I, I don't, either the music he had or he didn't have music in the film. And, and the first time everybody watched it, and they thought it was a comedy. Mm-hmm. And then he came up with that da 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 that little piano yeah. line. And that transported the film to another level. And the same thing with sound. What happens is when you strip out the sound effects there's your brain there's a disconnect that mm-hmm. happens and you're like you're not really in the scene but once you start immersing the gush sounds or the the, the metal scraping or we had to do a, oh we, so there's a show we we're doing called sneaky pete which is a new show uh the new brian cranston show for amazon mm-hmm. and the last ep- the end of the episode the guy takes um those the pair of um uh, hedge clippers the little the little ones that you'd use for clipping in the garden mm-hmm. and he cuts a guy's toe off Beautiful. And you have to do the sound. And and, and it was it was gush and bone. Yeah. So, if you guys will excuse me, I need to order a pizza. <laughs> do you? Okay. So here's holy the fuck. Ancho- anchovies up there. <laughs> Cutting a guy's toe what off. What you know? Let's get away from the sound for a minute. What drives someone? To do something so terrible is is to cut someone's toe off. It's awful. Uh, we can come up with a list of reasons. I, I mean, you know, you know me. I've read books on serial killers. They that's what they do. That's their fetish. That's their fantasy. That's you know that's what gets them off, or that's what gives them a, a euphoric feeling. You get, uh, you know, whatever, whatever it is, whether it's, uh, you know, whether it's 
rape or, or dismemberment or murder or whatever it is, that's a euphoric feeling for these people. That's a crazy you know, topic. Like, I mean, I, I've always I, been fascinated with it. Yeah, I, that's why I read books on serial killers. I'm, I'm obsessed with the, the, psycholo- the psychology yeah. behind it. That's not, why, not that's, the, that's why your studio... That's why your studio looks the way it, it looks does. Like a rape <laughs> That's right. It looks like there should be a hole in the base, in, yes. in the floor, and a and a, a victim down there. Wait. As much as I make fun of Stu like that, Wait, yes, that's what my room looks I like. For those of you watching at home, I think I, I, I think you're the evil one. I really do. There you like go. seriously, I get mad, and and I've got some anger. I'm going to share in a little bit. My yeah, anger is. My anger right now is with the housefly, but but um, I get mad at people. I don't want to punch them in the throat, or I want to punch them in the face. But I don't think in my lifetime I have ever looked at anyone and said, "I want to cut your toe off with hedge clippers." I don't think that's ever well, I mean, happened. I think to that me. that's an extreme. You know, if you were like a loan shark or somebody like that, you might run across that scenario. But I mean, the thing, and Brian, really, you're gonna. Open. What is this? You start drinking this, you're going to want to kill somebody. It's whiskey. Uh, well, he's got, he's, he's, he's got the booze out, folks. If you're not watching on YouTube, you should watch on YouTube because now Brian's going to get everybody doing fucking shots. Um, you know, but the, 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 the psychological aspect is interesting. That bottle of whiskey and then plastic cups. This, this, is, this is what they give you to pee into at the doctor's office. Exactly. Again, I don't have a He's got no here. fucking class. <laughs> He doesn't have any class in his bones if his life fucking depended on it. This guy is visiting. Look, this guy is visiting from California. I don't know when the last time you fucking saw him was, but you're taking out a little plastic cup because you don't want to wash your fine china in the dishwasher tonight. Wait, now you're assuming I have fine china. Wait, and listen to the clink. Yeah. That's high quality plastic right there. <laughs> I don't want to hear shit. This is good quality plastic. But going back to the the um the serial care thing is, you know, like you were saying before, you you'd get pissed off and you want to punch somebody and just a little bit for me. Uh thanks. The... <laughs> Fill it up, big B. <laughs> Fill it all the way up. <laughs> yeah, right. This is going to be trouble. Um what makes that line? That there's that line that you, we all know as normal human beings, I quote normal that you just don't cross, you know, and what psychologically enables certain people to cross that line. That's, I mean, that's always been a real fascinating subject for me. Yeah, and, and nine times out of ten from everything that I've read. Cheers. Um, cheers, Nine times guys. out of ten, it stems from a, uh, cheers. Cheers from Canada. Uh, yeah. To the camera, cheers. Uh, nine times out of ten. Ah, it's the smoothest whiskey you'll ever drink. That's called dead air, <laughs> and that is a fucking no-no. It, it has to do with some form of uh, traumatic event as a as young a child. Kid. Yeah. Whether it be uh, molestation or you, you saw a relative die in a horrific accident. Or so, something triggers that in your brain when you're a child, and a lot of times it gets blocked out as they grow, as they get older. So they don't know why they're... Doing it, doing this. It right. just—they just know. To them, it seems normal. To them, well, it, it gives that euphoric feeling. And it always starts with something like you know, killing a cat or a dog. Or it, some they, small that's animal. what they say. It always starts when they're young with killing animals. Yeah. Very few has it just like appeared out of nowhere as an adult. You're not going to run like a baby commercial after this conversation, are you? That's what, what we were planning on. Why are you drinking Coca-Cola? 
You're the only host I know that has three different drinks going at the same time. Put well, the I'm fucking a, Coke. Beer. Put the Coke in with the fucking whiskey and drink your beer oh, like no, a man. Fuck's sakes. I forgot. All I, right. I, I still got this. Captain Morgan? I still, uh, got, I still got the Captain Morgans. They're going to be, mm-hmm. folks. They're gonna, Coke. They're going to they're gonna be hammered before we're gone tonight. All right. We have another hour of this. This is going to be trouble. Oh yeah, yeah. We we have a lot of fun. I I need to. Um, we need to get into Big B's rant of the week, and I have one as well this week. But uh, you guys know how much I love to irritate Big B. So in lieu all- in, in in lieu of a break this week. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. What I what I have found, it, and I think she's retired now, but there's this woman. I think she's Filipino. She's called Wing, is her last name. Imagine that. Wing is awesome. Throw throw a fucking can down the stairs, and it's either going to be Chang Hang or Wing, right? But <laughs> it's Wing Ling. Yeah. Yes. So this woman's name is Wing, and what she does, Big B, is is she moved to New Zealand. And she used to sing songs to people in nursing homes. So, new segment, starting this week, is called Wing Sings. Yes. Um, I present to you... This is now my favorite show. You're doing this. (laughs) I I heard about Wing almost 10 years ago, and I've always been a huge fan. Yeah, I love her. She is amazing. So, tonight, Big B... Uh, just to get uh-huh. your blood boiling before we, uh, yeah. you know, move on to things, because you're yeah. you're you're far too fucking calm tonight. <laughs> the whiskey should help, but um, hey, folks, <laughs> you're listening to Cave Crew Radio. We are live Thursday nights right here on CaveCrewRadio.com. And by the way, uh, we're also uh, on replay uh, on the Podcast Radio Network Saturdays at eight p.m. If you miss us. And, of course, we're on Stitcher, and we're on iTunes, and we're all on Podcatcher, whatever these other fucking things are. So now I present to you, for Big B, our first segment of Wing Sings.
baby. That was just for you. Was that the words of the song? What was she doing? I, 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 think she had, I swear to God, I, I heard yabba dabba do in there. Well, the she first had the words nailed down. In a back. <laughs> What's worse, baby? That one or this? Which one's worse? Twerk, Brian! Twerk! <laughs> Definitely wing is worse. Holy shit. No, well, that, is a, that is a new segment. Uh, she, oh has, she has about 100 songs. And we will be hearing wing every week for you. Great. It's not the words. It has no timing whatsoever. <laughs> and it's, it, it's it's like it's like somebody um like that has a cad in a pressure cooker. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what it sounds like. But but, it, it, but uh, imagine imagine an elderly person. Okay. Let let let's get things into perspective here. I'm gonna play uh-huh. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna play the bad cop. No pun to our friends at, at Bad Cop, Bad Cop. But she's singing very gently uh, to to an older person who is probably about to pass and um, has Alzheimer's or something. And they better have Alzheimer's. It's beautiful. And, and you know what? When they listen to that, they're praying for death. <laughs> she could be singing to a 32-year-old perfectly healthy male and the, the fucking guy's praying that death comes. Just to shut her the fuck up! Holy shit! Uh, I I don't want to I don't want to give it away because you're going to do this as a regular bit on the show oh, now. No. But wait until you, wait until the ABBA songs. Come oh, out. I've got that queued up. That that that's next week. I can't uh, wait. Oh, Jesus Christ! Oh. ABBA sung by fucking Viet Cong lady. Make sure you have a nail gun to your forehead oh, ready when he starts Jesus when he hits play. I'm gonna she, pull it out one of these fucking knives and slit my throat. <laughs> she reminds me of that, that 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 Oriental that was getting raped in the Michael J. Fox movie. Uh, what was that called? Um, Apocalypse Now. Yes. Wait. Where was Michael J. Fox in Apocalypse Now? No, he, not uh, Apocalypse Now. Was, no. I didn't hear it. Yeah. It was Michael J. Fox was not in Apocalypse <laughs> Now. Michael J. Fox was was. Wasn't even doing family ties when Apocalypse Now came on. I don't even think he was twitching in his mother's belly at that point. Oh, are you talking about Michael? So what you're saying is I have the wrong guy. Yeah, I'm Michael J. Fox. And the wrong movie. They, <laughs> they had that movie about Vietnam. I think Charlie Sheen was in it when he was still sane. Platoon. You're talking about that movie. And or Michael it's J. A Charlie Fox. Sheen, it's Platoon. No, it's not Platoon. That was the Charlie Sheen Vietnam movie. Hold on, I'm fact checking right now. And right. I don't think Michael Casualties J. Fox. Casualties of War. Casualties of War was the Michael That's J. Fox movie. What it was. Charlie Sheen was not in that movie. Sean Penn was and John C. Reilly. Sean Penn. Hey. I, I have mistaken Sean Penn for Charlie Sheen. I apologize. He will. Be well, ap- apparently uh, uh, Jeff mistook uh, uh, Martin Sheen for Michael J. Fox. <laughs> <laughs> Not this much into drinking. <laughs> you shouldn't have given you. that shit. You interrupted me. We took half a sip of whiskey. He's done for the night. That's right. He, 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 he thought Marlon Brando was a healthy Michael J. Fox. That's right. 
So funny, he's not twitching in that movie. Yes, because he's like six years old. (laughs) The only reason he was twitching is because he was hitting the back of his neck. (laughs) (laughs) That's a whole different disease altogether. Oh, my God. Do they do fully working porn? I, I no. don't want to bring it back, but this is a, a, a legitimate question. I don't think question. they do. No fully working porn. No, because I think, I think a lot of those sounds are, are overly accentuated already, and you don't want to hear a lot of that stuff. So, so, so I, yeah, I'm is, wondering that, too. It's, like it's in, a, in, a, in a porn movie, other than the really bad 70s music, do you enhance, like, you know, when she's, when she's gagging on the big one? Um, do you have to get some more slosh in there? Maybe get a bottle of water and shake it up. I don't know what the fuck you do, but so so I I did uh, I did a movie as the boom operator. That's the guy on set who's holding the boom right. over the actors, but it was on a porn. Right. So my job was to get the the choking and the gagging sounds. Or in that there was a different era, but the, all of those sounds. So so like you had said earlier in when you're doing legitimate movies. Uh, the sound guy's job is to get the dialogue. Correct. All the other sounds will be done afterwards. In porn, the sound guy's job is to get the sounds. Yeah, there's no dialogue. The dialogue is. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You get Nobody's listening to. Really? You know, like the, I don't think we should go in there. I, yeah. The pizza man is coming. I, I remember in high You're school. You're not quite moaning we, loud enough. <laughs> well, I, I remember in high school there was a bunch of us that, that actually it was like, ooh, somebody had a porn. So we were all like, there was like 10 of us sitting around watching it one day. We were just laughing like mad. And we hit this one part. It was a bunch of actors, right? Uh-huh. So we're all theater actors in high school. And there's one spot where the guy just goes, Debbie. And like, I'll never forget this. The, the seriousness and the shitty acting quality about this was amazing he just goes debbie turn around kneel down and suck my cock <laughs> and we lived with this line laughing about this for like 15 years after high school because it was so bad i see that there's a, a a documentary or whatever it is on on showtime and it lists like the 50 greatest porn movies through time whatever it is and it's these porn stars talking about older porn movies and how influential they were they're porn movies like like they were like Debbie does Dallas. It was the greatest porn movie ever. There was so she was so brave in that movie. It was a porn. She sucked dick. <laughs> she stuck the football team's dick. Wonderful. Well, how was she brave? But you know it's interesting. There are these monumental um, points in time. Like you know like like Star Wars was a, a huge. Bra- uh, I know I'm comparing porn to Star Wars. It's like <laughs> oh, Star, Wars, Star Wars. Star, 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 yeah, next Star he's Wars gonna next he's gonna use uh, the bear in the big blue house. <laughs> but there, I mean, there's monumental moments these where things happen, like where the first time there was this act, or the first time this happened in porn. And I, I'm always curious as to how you know it's like on a, on on Showtime and HBO they have the AVN Awards, mm-hmm. and you know every once in a while late at night that'll come on. I'll be like, okay, this should be entertaining, and I'll flip it on, leave it on for minutes, a few minutes, and they're like, best you know anal scene, and you're like, <laughs> why, why is that even? A- like I have Why so many questions. <laughs> I have so many questions to ask. Like who judge it? Like what? What makes it so? Like, right. Why? What? Best huh? double penetration. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> what is, what I, is the I, best I'm thinking of that yeah, point. You know, if, if it's saliva, like the best of, you, you have to look at the. And again, I'm assuming because I'm no judge, but you have three asses, you have three cocks, and. I think it comes down to the sound effect guy. 
Hey, my 10-year-old son is listening to the show. No, oh, that's, I don't have that a is just son. fucking fantastic. At least I sent my kid. <laughs> my kid's gone. Fuck sake. But sakes. I see the dog running up and down. The, put earmuffs on the dog. On my house. It's time for more yeah. whiskey. Yes, your dog runs, is running up and down stairs. Get water. I don't even see it. All right. I haven't seen my dog. Anyway, drink more <laughs> booze. Um... All right, where are we going to go from here? Uh, Big B, uh, let's turn the uh, the mic over to you. Uh, quite often, you get annoyed and you get pissed off on your way home, or you've seen something on the news or something has happened. Uh, uh-huh. Everyone is hinging right now on the side of their seats uh, to hear what your rant of the week is well first of all i'd like to see them on the side of their seats not the edge edge side whatever doesn't matter yeah kind of leaning um yeah so this week the week uh in the city started off with the bombing that happened over the weekend uh, which our mayor lovely mayor neither calls a bombing or a terrorist act because he's a fucking asshole (laughs) Oh, really? How do you feel about him? Uh, yeah. We so love the mayor, by was... the way. We fully endorse him. Uh, not me. So uh, <laughs> the security was tightened, as you know, because of 9-11. Obviously, this city is especially sensitive to terrorist acts, which is completely understandable. So getting into the city on Monday to get to work was a nightmare. But understandable, because of security, they didn't catch the guy yet. What also is going on this week is the U.N. General Assembly. Now, for those of you who don't know what that is, the U.N. is the United Nations. The United Nations is in lower Manhattan. Wait, I thought the U.N. was some sexual term that you were just about to explain to us. Uh, Urinary nymphoma? No more more stents, guys, please. (laughs) my, uh, my My legs have been crossed the entire show. Just don't touch it. I'm not. So, uh, Trust the, me. The UN is in Lower Manhattan, and once a year, they decide to have a general assembly, which means all the fucking shitty representatives from every fucking country in the UN comes here to New York, and they shut down half the city. They shut down half the city just so these fucking assholes can travel wherever they have to go without sitting in traffic, without having to be bothered by everybody else. Meanwhile, it takes me three and a half hours to get home from fucking work. Because they have to shut down all the streets. I'm sitting in a fucking bus so fucking Abdullah fucking Islamabad can fucking go to 7-Eleven and see his fucking brother. You fucking assholes these people are. I swear to God, I really hope that they go back to their countries and fucking they get swarmed with bot flies and they get larvae in their fucking eye sockets and little bot fly babies come out of their fucking eyes. I hate these fucking people. Dude, you, you gotta take a pill. Well, I thought it was being gentle. Big, big, big B brings road rage to a whole, whole new oh, level, I, folks. You no, know, I'm so, You're in fucking Manhattan. Manhattan's bad enough with your traffic. But now you have to shut down half of it so this fucking asshole can go from his hotel room to a fucking meeting. This is the year 2016. Can't you fucking get on some form of camera? <laughs> you know, get on the camera and talk to each other. 
the fuck? This is what we do. We sit here, we talk amongst three different countries every fucking week. These fucking assholes have to <laughs> so sit next to each other and say, you suck. No, you suck. My country has more money than you. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Crazy because I don't know how much you hear about traffic in L.A., but we've been rated the worst for the worst state for the worst city for traffic mm-hmm. in the country. Yeah. Um, it's such a huge, I mean, you've been out there. Yeah. It's, it's so spread out that like it's, I don't know how many hundred miles square miles. I mean, it's, if you look at it on a map, it's massive mm-hmm. and we'll have Obama. We'll have John McCain. We'll have whoever will come to town and they'll shut it. It's like Carmageddon. Like yeah. it, the same thing happens in LA too. They just shut down streets you know, it's like take a helicopter. Isn't it fucking maddening that yeah. they, do, you know, and, and I think I was talking to Scott on, on Monday, Monday's show about this same thing. And he said, he brought up, why don't they just have a fucking helipad? You take a helicopter to wherever you got to go. You land on the roof. You get dropped off. That's it. You don't have to shut anything down. Or why not you take a fucking limo? Not you, not meaning you. Yeah, but yeah. why don't you, like, the, whoever the official is or the, the right. person from that country, get a fucking limo. Drive over there. Now, you, now in, 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 in exactly. L.A., in in LA, do you drive a car? Because I know Big B has a vehicle, but I, I do. But I cheat. I also have motorcycles. Okay, That's and and in California, the reason why I say that I, I have to think about this because the rest of the world doesn't do well. The rest of the country doesn't do this here, at least in the states. Is in California, it's legal to split lanes. So if you have a freeway with like three lanes. The number you can split in between the lanes, and I can go in between the cars. So if there's traffic, I can just breeze right by you. Yeah, they do that here in New York too. Uh, I don't know. Legally, I don't know if it's though, legal, think, yeah. but everybody does it. Do like, you do do you really day. feel safe though? Do you really feel safe doing that? You know what? It's kind of weird because a lot of people have a lot of questions like that. The answer is yes, I do. Now here's the reason: is because I can when when traffic is moving. Like so, they just finally passed the law. If Traffic is moving. No, you can't go. You can't split lanes above forty miles an hour. Mm-hmm. So, you and you can't split lanes above fifteen miles above what the rest of traffic is doing. So, if they're doing gotcha. thirty-five, I can't go more than you know. So you it can't makes do fifty. I'm a, I'm a product of the Los Angeles school system. <laughs> so my every, it's it's a well-known fact that my math skills are in the shitter. Um, so long story short, it's you can see down in front of you car lengths, like, you know, 510 car lengths. So mm-hmm. I know what's coming up. The scary part is if somebody pulls out, you know, but I also ride a Harley that is loud as shit when I'm going down the freeway. So I make sure I watch. It's like the party of the Red Seas. The, the cars just go like this. They right. move out of your way. Right. So and it's the guys on the sport bikes that are really quiet that's creep up on you and they scare the shit out of everybody because by the time you realize there's a bike next to you, it's already past you. Yeah, and it, I, that, I've had that happen to me where like I'm sitting in traffic, but I see an opening like in a lane's moving a little faster on my right, so I'll go to change lanes and fucking this bike comes up and like out of nowhere, just as I just because I happen to turn like this bike is flying up on my right, right, and I got to fucking slam on the brakes just so this fucking asshole can go around. Well, I mean. Hey, we're making this a whole bike thing. You know, it's it, you have to ride responsibly and you have to drive responsibly. And I think that it's a balance of the two. I mean, you really do need, as a rider, I need to make sure that I am not putting myself in jeopardy or right. putting a car in jeopardy because I don't, you know, it's like I'm constantly looking in the side view mirrors. Mm-hmm. And when I drive a car, I'm constantly looking in the mirrors. And as soon as I hear a bike, I pull off to the side, right. you know, a little bit to let him give him room. A little give and take, guys. Yes. A little give and take. All right, Big B, let's put the uh, the guest on the hot seat. Okay. 
I, there is no fucking hot seat right here because I have an air conditioner <laughs> blowing up my ass, freezing it off. I know. I, I'm wondering about the fucking machine at the back there, Big B. That's my air conditioner. That's my portable air conditioner so the room, I'm not sweating my ass off in this fucking room. I'm fucking sweating. I'm telling you. it's it, This is the most uncomfortable time of the year. And I know everybody thinks of Canada like we live in fucking igloos and... Uh, uh, you know, we chase polar bears for a living, but fall is a hard time because we've gotten our really expensive hydro bills, and from summer we're running our air, you know, twenty four seven. That that fucker is spanking, and now it's hot in the day, but it's nice at night. So I'm trying so hard to keep the fucking windows open. And and not run a lot of hydro, because I've had I, I I don't know what kind of hydro bills you guys pay, but I'm I'm being yanked out the yin yang. Well, I just got a uh, DWP bill, which is for us it's water and power, okay. and it was fourteen hundred bucks. Holy shit! And that's for two months. Fuck. So we're, we're every two months. So yeah, so I'm like. Did I just get raped and not even kissed? Because that really 1400. just hurt. For two months, what two the fuck? Are you running a fucking small city in your house? I know. Are you Are you doing a grow-up or something? You must have a grow-up going on. <laughs> you know Those would be numbers like you'd <laughs> see. That, grow-up. I'm surprised nobody's going to knock. And, you know, that. that I, I wouldn't be surprised if somebody knocks on my door and says, all right, what's going on? But, but it's just kind of a weird thing. I mean, uh, the bills just... You know, this summer months, the same thing. Uh, do you, are you billed monthly or, or bi-monthly? Yeah, or? We're, we're, we're billed monthly, and I had one last month, 380 bucks, and I just about blew a fucking gasket. I would kill for that kind of a bill. And See, that, I, again, I just, we're, I just got we're, my... we're same as you. We're, wa- we're water and hydro. We're the, we're the same. And See, here, the fucking York, dogs are stealing the fucking show. There you go. Uh, here in New York, we separate them out, so I just got my Con Ed bill. Which is just electric, okay. and they redid my bill, and it came out to seven hundred dollars. Holy fuck! They recalculated my bill from fucking February till now. It's now seven hundred dollars. Wait, what monthly? Is that monthly? Uh, we we get billed monthly, but somehow I get a bill yesterday that's calculated from February until. But you already paid ago. up until last. I month, was right? paid. Yes, of course, I pay every month. But they recal- they've done this before to me, too. They I would just send them a, go- bill. a piece of paper that says, go fuck yourself on it. I yeah. really should. $700 fucking dollars. Either that or you should send them $700 in pennies. If I had $700, I would change it to pennies, but I don't have $700. All right, there you go. <laughs> Holy fuck. Okay. Maybe I don't have it so bad. So anyway, guys, uh, let's go to a story. Um, we're going to do a couple of stories. We're going to put the boss man on the table here. So uh, apparently, Big B, there, there, there was a cancer survivor. God bless her soul. Um, she found she was breaking wind through her vagina. That's wonderful. I hate it when that happens. <laughs> uh, uh, apparently, apparently what happened is... Uh, <laughs> if I have fruit. I don't know how this happens, and I don't know what your medical schools are like, but... Apparently, what happened is the surgeons wrongly connected uh, her colon. 
That's a shitty plumber right there. <laughs> they connected her colon to her vagina. I'm Pop, thinking the look. same thing as you right now. Wait, wait. Let, let me. I don't now. I'm not a surgeon. I don't know biology. I wasn't very good in science in school. But if you connect your colon to your vagina, you're going to do a lot more than fart out of your vagina. And, and they Am must have. They must have disconnected something else. It's kind of like the express lane. Just anybody's going in that one direction. It's all, all going in that one direction. I mean, aren't you going to shit out of your vagina? I have no idea. Let's, if your let's... colon is connected to your vagina, you're going to shit out your vagina. I'm sorry, by the way, I'm a little hungry. Do you have any chocolate? Yes. <laughs> a cancer survivor is planning to sue the hospital. Imagine this. You think? Oh, That's like a double this is, hit. This is breaking news. And you're shitting out of your... Oh, yeah. After a surgeons wrongly connected her colon to her vagina, propping her to regularly break wind. Now, I have to interrupt the story for well, wait a minute. I'll come back to it. Uh, Jasmika Velikoska. So you know this isn't happening. This isn't happening in North America. Uh, was undergoing cancer treatment uh, at the S- September eighth hospital in Macedonian capital of Skopje. The hospital so had agreed. The hospital had agreed to pay her uh, twenty-seven, twenty-five thousand and seven hundred, whatever they fucking think, euro. Following their botched uh, surgery, there's fucking pictures and everything. However, the hospital has refused to pay the entire total, forcing forcing uh, Valaklovska. Oh, and there are pictures. Yes. To appear on national television. (laughs) So after we've done this, we'll pay you, sweetie. It's like going on, let's make a deal. (laughs) Well, well, I mean, her first problem is that she was going to get surgery at a hospital in Macedonia. Yes. They get their fucking doctor degrees out of Cracker Jack boxes over there. They probably do. It's not like they're highly skilled fucking surgeons. I don't know. I'm still trying to wrap my head around this, and I'm looking at the pictures. So, um, while I was recovering, doctors came in and asked me if I was passing gas. And I said, yes. But it's coming out of my vagina. Now, look, look, guys, we've been talking a lot about sound effects and shit. We've all had the girl who's a little sloppy and makes those weird noises. Right? Come on, Big B. Don't bullshit me now. Don't You're leave me hanging. <laughs> there's all, there's, I'm, there's, I'm, I'm sorry. I actually didn't pay attention to, to what you just said. I'm reading the next line in the story. Well, I'm going to leave that to you. But what I'm saying is we've all had a girl uh-huh. while we're, we're, we're hitting the back of our neck uh-huh. that makes that funny sound. Oh, the yeah. queef? Yeah, yeah, it happens sometimes. Yeah, the queef. Yeah, of course. It's all right. We all laugh. Yeah. We, well, the, well, that's just that's just air, the friction. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of, kind of like that. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. You carry on. I can't uh, read this shit. The, this line just kills me. Uh, they told me uh, after uh, she said that uh, she was passing gas out of her vagina. Uh, they told me that it would soon pass and I would be okay, but stuff had started to come out of my vagina. Stuff. What stuff? That that is a is it's that clinical. a medical technical it term? Is. Stuff. It is. 
Yeah, stuff was coming out of vagina, and I was feeling scared, and it was all very unpleasant. Yeah, I would say if stuff was coming out of your vagina, being scared would be the least of your worries. So let, let's get this straight. So we, we, we hook up the colon to the vagina. Right. Which means, I guess, the ovaries are no longer attached? Uh, yeah, I would guess if they're bypassing the uterus, yeah. You're well, just... I mean, how close, you know, I... <laughs> Pull up a map and let's start. <laughs> let, let, let's look at the traffic and see what's going on. Well, is the UN visiting her vagina? So you know, if so, then there there's going to be, be a blockage. Lot of, yeah. yeah, right. You know, uh, staff at the September eighth hospital. Why is it called? What's the September eighth hospital? What, just so yeah, happened to be. I, I, I don't know. It was three days before uh, apparently uh, Bush uh, made all the controversy. Uh, so he took her, took her for an x-ray scan, which showed that her colon and her vagina were indeed tied together and whereas her carcinoma was still there. That, that's the cancer cells. Yeah. Oops. Uh, How do you forget that? So, so they left the cancer and sewed her colon and vagina together. You know, that sounds like a gag, like they played a joke on her. It, it makes me think of there's a wacky doctor, and I don't know what <laughs> show he's on, but he's always like, yeah, you know. We just thought, you know, and it's like I could just see him playing the the role of the doctor, isn't, being isn't like, that, like, isn't that the Simpsons, Doctor Steve? Yes, or yes, Doctor yes, Nick? Yes, yes. Where he's like, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's together. It's yeah. like Doctor Frankenstein. <laughs> oh my! Oh, God. for fuck's sakes! How do you sew a colon to a vagina? I just don't get it. Obviously, with a wrong prescription and a yeah. bad medical degree. <laughs> well, and, 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 or, or, and, and here's the deal: yeah. they must have sewn that fucking colon tight. Into that vagina. For you her think? to pass gas and other shit, no pun intended, they yeah. must have done a really good job of fucking cutting into the wall of the vagina and making sure the colon was in there tight. So, now, through all this, uh, uh, the lawyers and the hospital management reached an agreement outside of court where the uh, the whatever her fucking name is, would be paid 25,000 pounds. Now, yeah. in U.S. dollars, that's approximately $40,000. Yeah. You would Close. get paid yeah. you would, only $40,000 for having your ass and your pussy sewn together. <laughs> and still leaving cancer in you. Well, I know some people that would probably pay for the first part of that. Well, that is true. They, they would pay extra for that. On a it's a one-hole joy hole, boys. That's all it is. <laughs> Talk about a glory hole. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's where we need the fucking Foley guy here to do the so, they, they They have not gone on to say, is she shitting out her vagina? I don't know. Well, if she's passing gas. She has to be shitting out her vagina. She must be excreting, to be politically correct, out, uh, out her vagina. The rest of the story is just about the money. Who cares about the fucking money? The woman's walking around. Most people turn their cheek to the right or they turn their cheek to the left. What's she going to do? Cross her legs really tight. <laughs> She's like a bird. She pisses and shits out of the same hole. Holy fuck. When you guys worry about herpes? Fuck's <laughs> sakes. All right, let's switch this. So then the next one I have, uh, Big B, actually comes from your wife. Uh, she actually sent this in last week. Apparently, 
There is a eggplant flavored condom. Of all of the condom flavors that you'd want to try, right? At least, at least make it like a, what's it, eggplant parmesan flavored. Well, you'd figure, you know, you'd have like uh, barbecue potato chips, well, uh, pepperoni pizza, something. Well, okay, here's another question that I propose. Uh-huh. A lot of people are allergic to nightshade plants. <laughs> Listen, I'm sure. Wait, wait, I'm sure. What, I'm, what I'm, the I'm, fuck is a nightshade plant? An eggplant. I'm it's, sure she's dreaming. I'm sure she's. I've never heard of that. I'm buying you a book. (laughs) I'm sure she's dreaming of the eggplant. Yeah, right. Well, and and listen, I'm not one that normally tastes condoms. I should hope so. (laughs) Except in this case, apparently. But I'm just saying, let's try and think of some better flavors for condoms. I think my wife would prefer Reese's Pieces. I'm sorry. Wouldn't like for it's women? Wouldn't it be wine? Wouldn't that be at the top of the bucket list? Wine, wine would be a a excellent flavor. Like Um, a a condom, please. I guess. Wait, wait. Would sour cream and onion kind of not? Maybe in your world, that would be fine. What about? I mean, bacon. Condoms. Everyone loves bacon. Everybody does a bacon flavored condom, a cheeseburger flavored condom. Fuck! I think I just threw up in my mouth a little. <laughs> Cheeseburger flavored condom. Wouldn't that be tasty? For who? For her. It's flavored for her pleasure. She's gonna be hungry and go ah. <laughs> you don't want that. Wait, I'm hungry. Let me suck that dick. <laughs> then eat and then take a bite. You don't want that happening. I mean, but eggplant. Y- That's just y- out of the norm. Y- you would meet a girl in a bar. Do you prefer zucchini or eggplant? Right. <laughs> That's the new pickup line. Two, two, two of the most bland flavors. And again, folks, I want to clarify. I have no idea what penis tastes like in the first place. But eggplant, <laughs> I don't think, is a viable option. Okay, for the record, uh-huh. eggplant on the grill with a little olive oil and barbecue sauce ain't that bad. Eggplant. And latex on your dick <laughs> is another story. Eggplant on a rubber, not so much. Yeah, exactly. I wonder if it, I wonder if it's ribbed. They don't they 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 they, they don't specialize here. They don't uh, be specific. Uh, yeah, I I don't know, but it certainly is flavored. It's wonderful. Now, who came up with the idea of flavored condoms to begin with? Even Doritos have a flavor. You're always <laughs> I, I, look, Big B. You have had your. Um, your 14th wedding anniversary. Yeah. I have just had my 15th. I have been with her for like 19 or 20 years. Yeah, same, same with me. Sometimes you need to spice things up. So, I don't know. Edible undies. None of which I've used, by the way, kids. Edible undies. Uh, oh, chocolate-flavored condoms. Uh, uh, you know, uh, minty body oil. I don't know. Whatever adds spice after a long time of being together is okay. Now, now, but fucking I, I eggplant. That. Give me a fucking break. But I'm but, pretty but, sure. Now, I get all that, right? I understand that you know, whatever spice things up after so many years, that's fine. I don't know one woman, if you're going to perform oral sex on somebody, I don't know one woman that wants to do it over a condom. 
Right. Uh, agree. And and this is when we get the sound guy into this. Because <laughs> Listen, I'm coming at it from a different angle. I'm he, he's he's, he's, big, he's witnessed these porns. The right. only time they put the goddamn condom on is when they're ready to insert themselves in various uh, orifices that have been connected by the colon. That's right. <laughs> it's the one-stop shop. That's it. That's it. So, so yes, you're I'm coming pretty sure, a single person. I'm pretty sure if I went upstairs after the show and I said, uh, sweetheart, I would love to rub eggplant all over you. I don't think that would go well. Now, look, a candy cane, um, a chocolate bar, uh, a shot of tequila. Maybe, maybe we could do all this. But eggplant. Well, the the only thing that I can think of, and I don't know how we got on the subject of condom and oral. <laughs> this is <laughs> because, where we go, brother. <laughs> well, I, no, no. The only reason why is because you know you think condom and and sex. Yeah, right. But the interesting thing is, you know, just talking to probably in things I've heard, just because I, it's not like, hey, you meet somebody, you're like, hey, do you want to have oral sex with a condom? From what I understand, from uh, STD transmission, people are doing that. Really? Yeah. I don't hate to take the show in a serious. <laughs> no, no, that that must be absolutely an LA type of thing or New well, York. Well, but to shake it up a little bit, I would prefer uh, chicken tikka masala over eggplant. As far as I'm <laughs> <laughs> talk about adding spice, <laughs> give me some general tau down there. I want to make her burn. <laughs> Have egg foo young flavored. Mm, yummy. Oh fuck it. I don't know. I don't know where this all is going. Uh, nothing like a good old spaghetti and meatballs condom. <laughs> Eggplant. Give me a fucking break. Like you said, spaghetti and meatballs. Like enticer. Thing you could possibly think of nachos and cheese. Like Eggplant? this. I mean, you you could even say cher- cherries. Everybody loves the flavor of cherry. Yeah. Cherries. Grapes, whatever. Eggplant. That's like, all right, you know, we're going to, it's going to be a fucking couscous, whatever the fuck it yeah. is. Couscous. <laughs> fuck, I don't That's know. healthy. So is eggplant. What's the problem? It doesn't mean it tastes good on a fucking condom when you're blowing somebody. You might want to try it sometime. Just throw the condom in the frying pan. Look. I think Pierre Lacroix might want to try. <laughs> Pierre Lacroix. Look. Throw the condom in a frying pan. Everything is good with garlic. <laughs> garlic condoms. Garlic, garlic and condoms. Parmesan. <laughs> I've got an idea. I'm going to be famous. You can have Choo Choo Sue market it, too. Uh, Choo Choo Stew, apparently, he's not here tonight, but he has a uh, line of uh, Choo Choo Stew gherkins. I saw that. <laughs> What the fuck did that come from? <laughs> that guy has way too much time on his hands. These dogs, I'm going to punch them in the throat. <laughs> That'd be, how great would that be to end the show, just watching you throat punch your dogs? <laughs> I'm going to shove an fuck. eggplant up their colon. Uh, all the animal activist rice just lost their fucking mind. Right now. No, uh, what's funny was so uh, I'm at Scott's earlier. And he goes, "Look at this video," and I turn around and I, the first thing my, my brain went to: this guy just threw a cat downstairs. I was like, "Holy shit!" This cat, this raccoon, attacked his dog, 
and they were standing outside. The lighting was not great, and he just picks the raccoon up and throw. Like he's trying to save his dog. I right, get right. That. I totally get that. Right. But for that brief second, I'm like, that guy, he fucking just threw a cat. <laughs> and I was like, I was that that brief second of anger. Right. I'm like throat punching a dog. No, you. They're so cute. You can't do that. Could never do that to a pug. I don't know what's going on here. I, you know, quite possibly, folks, I am getting robbed and pillaged uh, because I am sitting in a basement right now, and um, the house may be being robbed, or it could be a bunch of terrorists taking over the house. I have a feeling somebody just put kibble out. I have a, I have a, I have a feeling my wife has gone outside and uh, the dogs are going nuts. Anyway, guys. Anything else? Oh, I forgot to tell you. Hang on. I had one more story before we go. So I had this fucking fly in my house. Okay, just just a a standard house fly. Mm -hmm. For the purpose of the misery that it's caused me, I will call the house fly Clem. This fucking fly... It didn't matter what I did. If I opened the door or I opened a window or I got the swatter, this fucking fly was so smart. And it's still around here somewhere. Fucking Clem. And I can't catch the damn thing. I told you last week about the things how I'm 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 catching the bees in the inverted uh, pop bottle. With the, with the syrup inside and shit like that. And it's working great. The wasps and the bees, I'm not having a problem. But I got this fucking host fly. And he is so smart, or she. I shouldn't put a sex on. I cannot catch the fucking thing. Remember, folks, I'm in three stories, right? So I think I see the thing on the kitchen counter. And I grab the fly swatter. And I whack. And he dodges me every fucking time. He is the Michael Jordan of flies. <laughs> I don't know so, if you've ever had that problem. So uh, here's why I don't have that problem. And I'm going to solve your frustration in a matter of 36 seconds, roughly. There's, there's a store in Los Angeles, I don't know if they're nationwide, called the Harbor Freight. For $4.99, you can get a, a fly swatter that looks like a tennis racket with two double D batteries, and it will electrocute those MFers. Nice. You fry them. I need or one. Electrocute the flies. You just stand there. You hold it out, and like as soon as they kind of start heading towards it, you just flip it up a little bit. They catch it, and it's like, it's amazing. Nice. I love this thing. Choo choo stew. If you're listening, I know you are. I need one of those electric fly swatters uh, sent to my house immediately, please. I need to kill Clem the fly. He's avoiding me. Not to be confused with Clem the elephant god. He is fucking around here somewhere. I'm telling you. He lands on my face when I'm sleeping. I swat him off and I turn on a light. My wife bitches at me. Why you turn on the light? I'm like, it's that fucking fly again. Again, this is Clem. (laughs) I don't like it when you talk about me like that. It hurts my feelings. This is worse than finding Dory. I'm telling you. Wait, they, they found Nemo? All right, boys. 
Yeah, it was on a grill somewhere in, <laughs> in fucking Australia. Uh, Uncle Albert, after talking about his stent, tells us the fly swatter does not work. I use it. I, I'm a believer. I am a, 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 like, if it was a religion, if killing flies was a religion, I would be part of that religion. I'm telling you, it works. It does. See, you know, see, well, then why don't you make that your religion and you can live tax-free for the rest of time? You should be on the shopping network and you'll make millions of dollars. Yeah, right. I don't, look, slapping your neck can't pay that much. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do for a career? I slap my neck. Oh, I'm look, I, I'm a, look, I'm a loser without any career. Don't worry about me. Oh, man. That's fucking great. All right, guys. I know uh, we're... As, uh, uh, before we go, we ask our guest, are you promoting anything? Anything to promote? Do you have anything going on? A music? Anything? Anything at all? Not, uh, a movie coming out? Whatever. Anything? Not, uh, not, I mean, nothing special. You know, um... Uh, I've got a, a, a what's what do they call it? I'm blanking on their name. There's a, a all girl band that I'm working with right now called VU, and I, th- I think they're called. I think the website might be VUBand.com. I think, and then there's another band, all girl band that I'm working with called X's and Arrows. Um, really talented, all three piece, both the three piece all girl bands, kind of mm-hmm. crazy. And uh, th- these girls, the band U2, pulled them up on stage. They're actually really great. So we're in the middle of uh, finishing up an EP with them. So you're, you're still you're doing the production. You're the you're the engineer producing it. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, if anyone needs anyone to slap on their neck, is like, are you for hire? <laughs> it, it says that on my card. Neck slapper. <laughs> neck slapper for hire. No, you you know usually for for music stuff, yes. For Foley stuff, uh, they'll hire me as an engineer or as a fully mixer. Um, I really just kind of do that only out of one one place. So yeah, actually, that was going one of my questions that I wanted to ask you before. All these movies that you work on, are you chosen for that, or is it because it goes through Sony Pictures? You're just working there. Yeah, right? just I mean, it's really no rhyme or reason. It's just okay. because of Sony Pictures. Sometimes people, as, as a sound supervisor, might say, "We like this. These guys do it, so they'll we'll get the call to do it." Mm-hmm. And that happens more than not. Okay, but uh, if it's a new show, it's just kind of like here, give it to. Give it to one of the one of the groups. There's three groups of us okay. that do this, so so it's kind of just random. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you have, do, right, you, do you have your own web page for the fly? I do not, but uh, but you can actually go to IMDb and uh, look up Jeff Gross, and it's the one with Zombieland and Moneyball on it. It's the two big the two big credits that show up right at the top because there's like an actor and then another guy who did Truman Show. There's like three or four Jeff Grosses. Moneyball. See, that's the one I missed. Moneyball. It's a good movie. Great movie. Oh, it's a great movie. Great yeah. movie. That was a lot of intricate stuff, baseball related. You mm. know, it's a movie about baseball. Duh. You know, but um, It'd be odd if it was hockey stuff that you did. In why does every? Why does the bat sound like a hockey stick? Why? Why? <laughs> why do they keep saying touchdown? <laughs> Now that would be interesting. So when 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 so let's say the 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 uh, pitcher throws the ball, and the guy misses into the glove, would right. we in, would we enhance that sound effect? Yeah, like so. What'll happen is they'll get, they'll say, "Hey, can you give us some wild sounds?" Meaning that you're not doing it to picture. Because uh, well, the other thing too is we record all of these sounds to picture. So we're watching the actor on a screen do 
the motion. So what we'll do is we'll have the glove in hand, and for those of you watching at home, you'll probably be able to see better than listening. And so we'll have the baseball glove in the hand, and then the ball, right? So we'll do this. We'll scrape the ball off of the glove, mm-hmm. and that'll be the sound of the release. And then we'll do the hit of it, and that'll be the sound of the hit. So we'll do a bunch of those wild, and they can pick and choose whatever they want, so it doesn't always sound the same, right, right. you know, kind of thing. So yeah, we. I mean, we have to create all those sounds. You know, I remember in the movie somebody threw a bat, so we did the scrape off of the wood from the hand, and then mm-hmm. the bat hitting the, the the dirt, and then the grass. You know. And now, how you brought up something just now. When you do it to picture, I would assume, especially somebody walking, is probably the hardest to get on time because you have to mimic their gait. You know, you have to walk as they walk. It's incredibly difficult. I mean, these these people are absolutely amazing when they do it. Um, we did a movie called uh, Sh- uh, Sh- Shameless. Shameless, I think, or Shameless is a TV no, show. Or Sh- I did I did an episode of that or two, but uh, Walk of Shame, Walk of Shame with um, Elizabeth. Somebody, the blonde girl, great, really good movie. Really, it's fun, cute movie. Mm-hmm. But there was a scene where she is running. The whole movie is her walking. She has a one night stand. She's a news anchor. She doesn't get this job. She has a one night stand, and then they say, "Oh, we still want you for the job." So now she's in downtown L.A. and she and her car gets towed, and she has to walk basically across L.A. Right. So the whole movie is her walking. And there's a scene where she comes running around the corner, and I remember us doing it like sixty times because there were these cuts like when they show a different angle sometimes the gate is different you know the walking pattern changes yeah. you know so sometimes you'll see somebody walk and the continuity is a huge thing for what we do because mm-hmm. you know one one second somebody has a piece of paper in the hand the other second they don't then on the next cut they do right. so in the scene in, in walker shame she's running around the corner and for whatever reason like it's it's a, it becomes a mind fuck you're like wait a second, what's wrong with this? And you have to go frame by frame to analyze every step because something is just not working. But that's how meticulous we are, you know, and trying to catch the nuances and the finesses of what they're doing. It's so difficult. Now, do do you have, like, uh, like in music, when you're recording uh, a song, like, you know, I play bass, so I'm recording I don't use heels. Uh, You don't? High heels. Okay, all right. No heels. No heels with music. So, uh, so like when I, you know, if I'm recording bass and I play a song and there's a part that I fuck up, you can punch in, right? You can play and, and just punch in. Can you punch in doing stuff like that? Yeah, you can't. So it's the same thing. So like in music, every, the terms are different from from film and TV. You know, when you're doing something in film and TV. So like, we, it's punch in, but then they call it the other way, play to punch. So what happens is when you hit record, you have what's called the pre-roll, which means that. The record spot where you go in is say at two minutes flat, mm-hmm. right? So if you're dealing on a, on a time on a grid time grid, you're going to punch in at two minutes zero zero. Yeah. So then you say, okay, well I want when I hit record, the playhead where it starts playing from jumps back six seconds or whatever you want to make it, yeah. and then it plays forward to that. So they call that play to punch because you're playing and you're hearing everything like you would right before you punch in on the bass yeah. take, but instead you're just hearing fully, you know, feet right. or whatever. Right. Right. So, so it's yeah, the same concept. It's, a, it's the same concept. Yeah. yeah. So that that's got to help a little bit, you know, when there's cuts and oh my, you know, it, the gate changes. Yeah, stuff, totally. Yeah. And sometimes it doesn't because sometimes it just messes with your mind. If one shot, one shot they show, we we have this all the time where the the one cut is the person doing one thing, and then they, the very next cut they're doing something else. So sometimes they're like, no, I don't want to hear the plate of punch. Uh, <laughs> just be on on that right. cut, and we'll just go right fresh from the the top. Right, right. Interesting. Yeah, that interesting. is, you know, I don't know. 
I don't know if you find it interesting, folks, but I I love sound. I just love it. Because, especially what we do, uh, Jeff, um, there's no video. So there's, there, there, there's no covering what we do when we do audio, right? Yeah. Uh, audio is everything. And uh, I look, I've, I've said it before to you, Big B. Um, my dream is to, to create an audio drama. Right. Or comedy or whatever it might be. But I want, I, 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 my, one of my dreams, one of my goals, whatever it might be, is to, is, is to do an audio series. Like, a, like an all-time radio type. Uh, type yeah. Thing. So here's a question. Uh, whatever it might be. It could be funny. It could be serious. It could be scary. Uh, but that's one of my things I've always wanted to do. So, um, so if do, you did an audio series that was all porn without the picture, do you think it would translate? They actually have that. You can look really? it up. In the seventies, they did audio porn. Really? And yes. And, and so I, I, I would, I would definitely have you slap the fucking neck. <laughs> it, it, it really is so badly acted, and you hear um, like things you don't want to. No, well, it's so bad. Like you hear, like the girl sucking dick. You hear. <laughs> I wonder if they did that. I wonder if they added those sounds afterwards. I, it sounds like they did. I mean, it's so... Look it up on YouTube. It's there. It just looks, you know, 70s auto, audio, audio. audio porn. I wonder if she's actually sucking the cock. I, it's just probably just two actors sitting in a sound booth. It sounds like they're just reading the dialogue very poorly. And then, like, the sounds, like I said, you know, sucking dead was... <laughs> so that's all... <laughs> You're doing a great job of that, by the You're way. You're hired. It's practice, you know. I mean, come on. Practice makes perfect. That's how that's how you do things in life. Come on, DK, you know that. I I agree. Um anyway. <laughs> we have to now um Jeff, what we do at this point in the show is we decide a name of the episode. So we go around and we ask uh, everyone in the chat room or who's around and we try to come up with a name for this show. I'm going to go first tonight. I'm going to say the sound guy and a stent in your cock. Over to you, Big B. You know, I didn't take uh, one note tonight. I actually forgot. Um, so I will say the... The sound guy and the bot fly. Oh, I like that. All right. I'm going with cheese grater in the butthole. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I, I figured let me shake it up a little bit. There you go. Outside of the box. Just all right. Out of the box. So what always happens now is we got to vote. I'm going to move mine out as usual. We're going between the sound guy and the butt fly. And the cheese grater in the butthole. Wait, why are you disqualifying yours? Yours was good. I I like yours guys better. <laughs> or you can vote for mine. I really don't care. So, so wait, who decides this? How does this work? Uh, we, well, we have, we decide amongst ourselves. Yeah, oh, we really? have to we have to agree because we only have so much time. And uh, isn't that a little biased, though? 
No. All right, I'm going with yours. I was going to say, I, I, I will <laughs> defer to you because you are the guest, and you can vote for yourself. It's perfectly fine to vote for yourself. I, I, I honestly like Sound Guy and the Buttfly. I, I, I'm down with that. All right, so, uh, okay, I'll go with you guys. Sound Guy and the Buttfly. It's B-O-T, fly. There you go, guys. I, I have it spelled B-U-T-T. That's what no, I, I thought. That's what no, I thought it's, it's, it's spelled bot, B-O-T, botfly. But that's the New York accent. So, no, it's actually B-O- spelled botfly. <laughs> B-O-T, not B-U-T-T. Yeah, it's spelled B-O-T, fly. You can look them up on Wikipedia. They I am not going to question in, you. Listen. They lay larvae in living, object, living uh, beings. Speaking there has of, been enough trash in my head tonight that I am not going <laughs> to Google the proper spelling of a botfly. All right, kids. Um, Jeff Gross has been our guest tonight. It's been awesome. We've learned a lot about sound. Uh, we've had a lot of fun. We've chatted about a lot of different things. You want to make an amateur porn? Uh, that was last Thursday. <laughs> slap the back slap of your neck, boys. Thank you guys for having me. This hey, was a lot of fun. It was good if, to see you after if, a couple of years. Yeah. If you can ever join us uh, by Skype, via California. I got the technology. We can make that happen. We would love to have you yep. back again. Absolutely. And I'm sure uh, Stu would love to meet you. Oh, that would be great yeah. if we get we get him on with Stu. Where's well, Stu from in England? Uh, London. Get, where? I don't London. know the city. Yeah. It's, and, it's outside of London. I don't know the city. He would love the death sound effects. You <laughs> certainly would, a fucking ghoul. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure when he murders people, um, it doesn't sound as good as what you could do. Ah. <laughs> yes, fake murder sounds are yeah. always better than the real thing. Come on, we know that. Go get a what did he call it? What was the what was the cloth? What? Oh, the sham, I, the sham wow. Go get a sham wow <laughs> stew. Go get a sham wow and a chicken liver and a knife. There you go. <laughs> Actually, a, a buddy of mine is a, com- a touring comedian. He's a hypnosis yeah. guy. He has this thing called the Jizz Wow. The if you look at yeah, wow. it's at richguzzy.com dot uh-huh. and it's a it's hysterical. And if you just look at the picture, you'll get it. You'll be like, holy <laughs> shit, this is. Look amazing. that up, then, folks. The Jizz Wow. Jizz Wow. Folks, we're live every Thursday, nine p.m. Eastern, right here on CaveCrewRadio.com. Uh, we're also airing at 8 p.m. on the Podcast Radio Network. And you can find us wherever good podcasts are found, such as iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever the fuck you get the things from. Uh, Jeff, thanks again. Thank you guys for having me. Enjoy the rest of your stay, uh, Big B. Yep. I will catch you on the flip-flop. You got it. Please do not have your colon. You can't just stop I, there. I, I won't have my colon sewn to my vagina. Yeah. I, I was trying to, you know, I was trying to finish that, but then I was also thinking of the stones. I feel so bad for the guy that has to have that fucking stent. Oh, I thought you were talking about Mick or uh, <laughs> Mick, Mick and Keith. Keith yeah. <laughs> uh, well, well, look at it this way: Would you rather have a stent or have your colon sewn to your vagina? I don't have a vagina, so. <laughs> But if I farted out my penis, I think my son would find that funny. Imagine having diarrhea out your penis. <laughs> shut up! Shut up! Shut! 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 Shut up!